Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Every day someone assesses you, your threat to them, your concern for them, your competence toward them and others. We can't escape being assessed. That's why our senses pick up someone new entering the room. Who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? How will they affect me? Sometimes we're not very good at our assessments of others. We either under or overassess their threat, their consideration of us, or their competence. Even the people we know best can blindside us with behaviors we do not expect. Early on in my career, I did this with some salespeople I hired to work for me. In my consulting and training business, I had made it to positive cash flow beyond survival. The late nights, the sales calls, the referrals, delivering more than I promised, all of this had brought me and my family a small distance from the constant worry of looking for some money for food, using credit cards, and covering personal checks with business checks that would be good in a few days as my clients paid their invoices. You probably don't know what that's like. But many entrepreneurs live a life just ahead of cash flow disaster, and we had made it past this point. There are many stories of entrepreneurs on the edge. The one I remember most is about Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx. In the early days of FedEx, Mr. Smith took several chances to keep the company solvent. In one instance, after an important loan was denied him, He took the company's last $5,000 to Las Vegas and won $27,000 gambling on blackjack to cover the company's $24,000 fuel bill. It kept FedEx alive for one more week. In my case, as I had just made it a few dollars past cash flow stress, I hired a salesperson, not just one, but three. And I did this without the hiring knowledge I now have. And as they failed in the days ahead, the sucking sound of money began to threaten our newfound cash flow freedom. Why? I wish I had known what I do now. I wish I had known how to use science and interviews and work samples to assess someone's personality, their intelligence, and their conscientiousness. I wish someone had trained me to use the best selection science of personality profiles structured questions, past performance, and a candidate's impression management of my thoughts of them and their competence as they interviewed. I guess that's why I love to help others not make the same mistakes I did. For this podcast, I want you to learn the five reasons to use a validated assessment as one important tool when selecting a great salesperson. Just a quick definition first. There may be 80,000 assessments to purchase in America but very few of them have validity and reliability coefficients. Some of them use word banks loosely associated with the four personality types that were first discovered by Hippocrates in 5th century BC, the father of modern medicine. Now that's old science. They may have some measure of reliability at a broad personality level. They do not have high validity for specific sales positions with sales-aligned personality traits at a more detailed and customized level. I want to give you five reasons to use a validated assessment. 
one that is validated for high-activity salespeople with short sales cycles, one that has both reliability and validity coefficients sufficient to improve your selection chances above a 50-50 coin toss. Reason number one, you wear rose-colored glasses. You are predisposed to hire. That's because you need someone to fill a position to keep a company doing well or to meet a budget to grow the company. You're predisposed to hire. And while you wear these rose-colored glasses, which pre-color your decision to hire, reason number two is going on. The candidates manage your impressions of them in the short time frame you know them during the recruitment cycle. There's actually a lot of science about the impression management by the candidate. Let me shorten it for you. We make bad decisions because we like the candidate. Not only do we need them and want them, and we are predisposed to do this, the candidates, intentionally or unintentionally, also work to get us to like them. For these two reasons, we lower our ability to predict who can really sell for us. So number three, after screening and prior to an in-depth interview, we need some objective and valid psychometric science to stop us and counter the impression management and our predisposition to like a candidate. And do this with an assessment of their personality and their intelligence. The assessment report will tell us if there are warning areas we are not aware of and also just how aligned they are with their personalities in selling for us in our particular sales position. You see, some people may be assertive in an interview, but in a high-activity sales job, they will be stressed in the fast-paced environment with the daily and monthly objectives for a specific number of prospect calls and appointments. They may also be sensitive to rejection or lack the optimism to bounce back from the normal obstacles to sales success. The fourth reason to use an assessment occurs with this information being available in the final interview because you've used the assessment before it, where you ask questions of areas you would not have known about without the assessment to guide you and also provide additional interview questions for further exploration of the candidate's capabilities. Finally, the fifth reason to use assessments. If your sales assessment includes both intelligence and personality measures, then you have two of the most researched areas that will impact selling competence. Your final decision and its predictability will move beyond a 50-50 coin toss. And now you can continue to increase your predictability with an assessment of the candidate's conscientiousness, the candidate's hard work ethic, or level of responsibility and degree of motivation to achieve sales goals. You will work to determine this through interviewing, reference checking, Facebook and Instagram and Google searches of the candidate and work samples during the recruitment process. Now let me go back over the five reasons to use validated and reliable assessments. They are, number one, your predisposition to hire hinders your objectivity. Number two, the candidate's impression management of you hinders it as well. And you need, number three, an objective and scientific counter to your predisposition and the candidate's impression management. And it occurs with the correct use of validated assessments. Number four, 
Assessments provide you with knowledge of possible areas of concern to include in final interviews of candidates. And then finally, increases in selection predictability occur when assessing personality and intelligence, and they further increase with additional hiring steps and tools to evaluate levels of conscientiousness. We find that most hiring managers, sales leaders, and entrepreneurs do not understand this kind of a comprehensive and holistic look at a candidate. A recruitment system that has these kinds of tools They do not understand the importance and helpful aid from scientific and validated assessments, and they often underestimate or do not evaluate conscientiousness at all. You, on the other hand, are different. You're professional business people always looking for the best science for recruiting salespeople who can sell. That's because you understand the importance of processes and systems which guard cash flow, increase workplace competence, and build a healthy sales culture, one initiated by hardworking people who love to sell at the levels that make your company a financial success. Thanks for listening, and if we can help your journey in any way, please call us. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.